Rhea. I'm Pranav. And welcome to the Semi-Woke Podcast. Thanks for coming by. This is a podcast where our Sharia, a POC queer comedian. Don't call me a POC. Whatever. What's the term that you <laughs> I'm want? I'm a black bitch. I guess it's N-word then. I'm black. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I honestly prefer it. <laughs> I know you would. <laughs> Only Sam can say that though. <laughs> He's the only one in here with the with the <laughs> with the, with the coveted N word pass. I uh, know we just keep passing it around. Uh, can I borrow <laughs> your N word pass? I'm going. I want to go to the beach this weekend. Can I borrow your N word pass? <laughs> hey, got some cousins in town. Can I'm, watching, I'm watching a women's basketball tournament. I really need that N word pass. I'm gonna really need it. <laughs> Semi Woke Podcast for Sharia, a woke comedian of color, queer comedian of color. I'm a black queer woman. Okay, well, listen. You never know these days. Why are you trying you try to All call right? me a, a BIPOC uh, podcaster? Of, BIPOC Shakur. Of, of darker hues. Something like that, you know? I'm just trying to be as sensitive towards no, you and no, your it's needs. it's good, it's good. If I were a mixed race, I'd And really then there's that. me, a camel jug. No, I'm kidding. Um... I didn't finish it, okay. but I could say Good. it if I wanted that's to. That's right. That's yours. Yeah, that's mine. That's I mean, technically, now. and I have a joke about this that it's actually white people. Indian racial slurs—they don't really exist, you know, because we just get all the Arab racial slurs, and those aren't even Arab racial slurs. Those are just racial slurs for black people with the word "sand" added yes, to it. Yes, <laughs> you know? this is lazy and pathetic. That's true. Anyway, welcome to the Semi Woke Podcast. It's a podcast where Sharia teaches me Pranav one woke concept a week in an effort to turn me gay. And or, uh, is it still that? No, because you've been sh- sh- shifting the goalposts yeah, a no, lot no. lately. It's changing. It's changing. Uh, now uh, you must uh, magically transform into used gun oil. Gun oil. Gun. Gun oil. Gun oil. <laughs> used gun oil uh, dripping. Out of uh, uh, a gay porn star's ass. Okay. Oh my it has god. To be that. It has. Wow. To be that. I'm yeah, gonna yeah. start off with a prayer uh, <laughs> for this episode. Oh Wait. God, please don't let that happen <laughs> ever, ever, ever. For whatever sins I've committed karmically, uh, I don't think that's the karmic upshot for me. Please, really, please God. I, I think it's literally a karmic upshot. Please I God. think. You're I not think to, 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 <laughs> to downshot. <laughs> I think you it's a karmic cum shot. You becoming a lubed up bussy is actually okay. the greatest. I think that's when you know you've reached God, everything she's saying, the opposite. <laughs> and thus concludes the prayer. Oh, wait, this is the first queer straight uh, collaboration since, since J. Edgar Hoover and Robert F. Kennedy. What? I don't, we don't really claim J. Edgar Hoover. Well, whether you claim him or not, he claims (laughs) y'all. No, he does not. No, we're doing that again. He truly does. No, this is the first queer straight collaboration since uh, Whitney and Mariah. Remember? I obviously don't. You will when you. Oh, now I do. The Prince of Egypt. Whitney and Mariah. Wow. How did they neither? I guess Mariah was young enough that she couldn't be too much of a diva towards Whitney. Well, that was the whole joke that they would be divas toward each other. And do you not remember at the VMAs? They came out in the same dress and then they ripped off parts of the dress. Try it on me. These are iconic queer millennial moments, like pop culture Mm -hmm. moments that uh, are very, that live in our hearts, that live in our hearts, Mm -hmm. Uh, the the gay oldies. They lives in our hearts. Yeah. See, these, none of these references. Do you not remember the VMAs? The 
mayonnaise when they came in the brown dress? Uh, my, no, of course not. My references were like, this is like uh, ZZ Top covered Leonard Skinner. <laughs> you know? <laughs> ZZ Top, not ZZ Bottom, okay? Work, though. Work, Wait, though. I love ZZ Bottom as like Well, you know what? There, a was, a, there, was, a, there, there was a queer <laughs> comedian once who has like a really long beard. And one time I was roasting an audience at like an open mic. And I was like, I'm looking at you, ZZ Bottom. Um, <laughs> uh, that was, you know, uh, I don't know why I had to do that. that uh, he's a nice guy. His name's Gary Hannon. Is he a bottom? I don't know. I would. Oh, well. I don't know all the terms and stuff. That sh- you should literally DM him right now. <laughs> if he's a bottom. And just- <laughs> <laughs> hey, I know we're not even friends on this platform <laughs> and I haven't even added you, but I am going to DM you this question. Uh, he's definitely going to think you're trying to fuck. Um, <laughs> I believe he's married. Oh shit! Okay. Well, shouts to his husband. I bet you could fight his husband. He's a really nice person. Yeah, I could fight his husband. I I think you could fight. Well, I have been taking gay ties. You have. You know. You know where the weak spots are. Yeah, I'm not here elbowing queers on the on the daily. That's right. You know when they're about to hit a death drop. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what is a death drop? You know what a death drop is? It's when uh, you ever see like it's like when when drag queens uh, usually drag queens are like ballroom if you're like voguing in ballroom. See, this is like your MMA. my, no, we've established what my MMA is. It's K-pop. Okay, K-pop. It's my problematic too, There's like moves that you're talking about. So like the death drop, it's a, it's a, it's a classic move. It's like when you like, ah, you split out onto the floor. Oh, is it dramatically back. dying? Yeah, passing kind out? of. Uh, like, like a fainting couch would be involved? But you're, you're jumping into the air onto the floor into like a, 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 a pose that you would only get if you were in a car accident. Like it's it's extremely uh, difficult to do on purpose. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I didn't know there were moves. Yeah, per se. we should. I mean, I guess. Yeah, I, I guess told I you duck walk. I told you. You have told me duck walk. What is duck walking again? Remember when you were getting changed? Okay. And just we, stop <laughs> remember when you were we were doing the makeover oh, montage? God. You were doing the makeover montage. I was like, <laughs> I need to find a shirt. And you started putting on some some like queer. I anthem. put on Jill Sobule. I want to be a supermodel. Yeah, and I was like, From what the Clueless, fuck is she doing out there? The, which is this, the song uh, for one of the greatest. Yeah, uh, and then you came in, you barged into my room, and you're like, bitch, this. And you, <laughs> and you picked up you picked up this t-shirt, undersized t-shirt with a monkey's face, 100%. and my girlfriend's pajama bottoms. Yes, yes. And you're like, wear this. And I was like, that is literally my girlfriend's pajamas. <laughs> it was cute. It it's was not cute. even like her sexy pajamas. It's like her, this is how I, you know, my it, younger, you know. It would have been a look. My, it would have been a look, and I, and I stand by that. It would have been a demented look. It would have been like a, a mental hospital look. It would have been a slay. I just, I, I'll stand on that. And then, and then uh, we put on CoverGirl, and we both duck walked down the hall. <laughs> you duck walk. No, we both hit the duck walk. You was fucking that duck bitch. She was doing it. I saw it. I saw it. It was it was a clean walk. Clean duck walk, Anitra. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, I have no I do a gun walk. That's a little <laughs> little Wayne song. Probably Is that my, a little Wayne song? It's probably my favorite little Wayne song. Really? Yeah, yeah ho. I'm strapped up and what fuck I'm strapped up. That's uh hmm. See God, me walking with a limp. That's my gun walk. This is great because and I don't argue. I let the gun talk. That should be a study mm-hmm. anthem. Mm-hmm. That should be a study mm-hmm. anthem. Yeah, ho. I'm oh, strapped up. Yes, N-wood. yes, yes, yes. That's I my love gun that you walk. say N wood. <laughs> yeah, I get to. I want to sing it. Yeah, know? but you're doing it with like a little accent. Yeah, <laughs> you're adding an accent. I'm strapped up. N word. Yes. Uh, 
are we we we're in this right now. We're in the pot. I'm already um, sweating. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm so sweaty. I'm sweating like crazy. Yeah, but it's kind of it's part of your charm. It's part of my health conditions. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Uh, what's today's topic? Today's topic, topic that I'm brainwashing you, you with. You were teaching me about something called body positivity. There's something, something called body positivity. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, lo- I love body positivity. It's uh, let's go through uh, what it is. Okay, what, what is body positivity? Explain is. it to me. Um, I'm gonna uh, explain it in the simplest of terms, uh, mostly from my ass and Wikipedia. That's okay. where that research has been done. Uh, so it kind of it seems to have started during the corsetting movement of like the 1800s. It was like the first wave feminist uh, issue. Mm. Um, you know, it was a lot of women Oh, it was like anti-corsets? Anti-corsets. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, people... Well, I'm already against it. I'm just <laughs> I mean, a lot of these bitches in these fucking uh, body shapers are really... Uh-huh. We're going back to corsets, but corset culture has not left us. Corset culture okay. has never left us. So this originated. So it originated with that, with uh, some uh, 1800s, you know, white feminism, th- first wave white feminism. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was like their most pressing issue, I guess. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I mean, it is right. That's kind of like foot binding for white women is corsets. I mean, but except corseting was for everyone. It's just that, you know, Oh, men as well. No, uh, like also black women also. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, not as much because they were usually okay. being too busy being oppressed to like lace up all that shit. Yeah, they were doing it for other white women. Yeah, they couldn't do it for themselves. Yeah. Uh, so that was that's where it started. And then there was another wave of it in the 60s that was, um, you know, uh, focused again on, you know, re- reclaiming your body, not as something to be. You know, objectified. beheld and objectified. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, then, then there was the. Hold on, I'm missing a wave. I'm missing a wave. There was another wave. Um, there was another wave with the started by in the by a. Um, uh, okay, yes, no, it was the same in the '60s. The fat acceptance movement. That was when the fat acceptance. That was movement, in the '60s. That was in the '60s. Okay. That was the, the ending of fat shaming. But there was something I did not know about. It was actually. One of the biggest, um, the biggest uh, things called I mean, a fat in, biggest body positivity. A fat in. It was called a fat in. Where and was it? Started by KFC. Sorry, it's terrible. This is how we get the, and I promise you, you won't get as many mean comments as I. No matter what. I'm I'm working for it out there. I do. You should be, but it's just people are not trying to argue with a man. Whatever you, whatever. We'll get into it. Um, so it was actually started by a dude, a radio host named Steve Post. He started the fat in, and that was like was 1967. He fat? Yeah, I'm assuming. Okay. Um, and uh, or he was an ally, mm. and uh, you know that was like one of those big explosive uh, fat acceptance uh, events. See, that's that brought it to the my understanding eye. of body positivity was about fat acceptance. I think. Yes, that uh, is the that's sort of because that's where it's kind of started in the 60s, right. you know, um, and then uh, in the 90s with the. You know, remember the heroin chic movement and everything with the right. models. Kate Moss. Kate Moss. Yeah. They were all looking like they were dying. Right. Um, and so that then again, there were uh, people screaming about body positivity, hoping that we can accept our bodies uh, for what it was. Right. And then again, another movement, another wave, which I think is the one that most people today are familiar with in the 2010s, where it was really like body positivity was the term that was used and it was extended past just uh, fat phobia and into many different directions. And I still think it should be 
extended more. I think okay. if we expanded the the the, the that umbrella, mm-hmm. I think more people would understand the the, the need. Well, what is the basic like thing that's being advocated for with with that movement? Well, basically, stop uh, stop judging ourselves and valuing our bodies based on our appearances, based on like what other people uh, like. We're very look. Uh, centrist, uh, very mm-hmm. looks central uh, culture. Sure, right? we're superficial. We're a very superficial cu- culture. Uh-huh. Thank you for that word. I was fucking. It's okay. Uh, I hit the vape, so yeah, I shouldn't yeah, have yeah. hit the vape. I hit it too hard. I sucked on it a little too hard. It's and I'm okay. like, what happened? Um, and we're very look centric. We're a very superficial culture. We do judge people by a certain standard of beauty mm-hmm. that on purpose excludes most people <laughs> like okay uh, so you know i think learning to appreciate our bodies outside of how they're valued uh, and perceived by this these standards outside of those standards it's, okay so let me ask you something i think i understand what this movement's about when i was growing up in gym class and at our schools in general we had something called like the presidential fitness day oh or whatever god i always forget you are. I remember that was a Simpsons episode. Right. So is that something that they would be against? No, that's different, right? Um, right. Well, I don't know, actually, because it's all about, like, can you climb a rope? Well, I don't know. Like, I can mean, you can you serve in the army? I'm against that. Okay, for well, here's reasons. the thing, right? I know this is where it gets spicy, the, the, the discourse, because there is a correlation of there is a of obesity between obesity and morbidity, right? Wait, okay, wait. Before we get into this debate. Okay. I don't know if it's a de- I'm just asking. Uh, right? let's get before we get there. We'll get there. We're we're getting spicy, but first let's let's talk mm-hmm. about our personal connections to body positive. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like I went through phases like as a kid where obviously everybody's like don't be fat, right? Yeah. That's always yes. always the thing. Is yeah. like don't be fat, you're mocked if you're fat, yeah. you're not if you're not, yeah. right? And so I grew up, and I think every every boy goes through, like, a bit of a chubby period, or a lot of boys go through a chubby period, and when I did, I would get made fun of, and then i come out of the chubby period. And I remember being really, my brother, my older brother was an athlete. Mm. I was never really into sports at all, but I was really into my brother, you know? Aww. I loved my brother, and so my brother used to lift weights in the basement and stuff like that, and I was like, I want to be like him. I want to be strong. Mm. And then I started to get into martial arts a little bit in high school. And so fitness was part of that, right? And I had a punching bag and flexibility was a big part of that. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much of it was. I don't know if it was ever something I had to think about because I was never naturally obese or naturally too skinny. Because I know that's the other end of it is people who are very skinny. Yes. I've had friends who had to take growth hormones and shit because yeah. they were so skinny and thin and short and whatever, uh, right? Yeah, I've seen that. Yes. So I, that's my, I've never had to have any real relationship to it. I have always wanted to avoid being fat myself. Mm. I don't want to be fat. Mm. Uh, I do have some, some held notions about how I want to look and how I want my body to yeah, look. Yeah. I don't always live up to those standards. It's very difficult. Right now I'm in a down phase. I actually have a few more pounds than I'd like. Mm. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's, that's what it is for me. I, I, I think people should, if they want to be accepting of who they are, they should. But, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. That's my, my experience with body positivity is that, right? Is, 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 uh, is what is not body positivity. Well, it's, it's like, just like, well, it's like I don't just accept how my body is uh, at any yes. given moment. No, no, no. That's, see, that's the thing. Okay, also, I'm just realizing we kind of, we should have had somebody fat on this podcast to really discuss this. I'm realizing now. I'm fat. Let's some, talk about it. No, there's some, <laughs> there's some, uh, 
there's some uh there are going to be some gaps we'll do a part two to this one maybe uh, yeah we'll do a part two we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll find somebody who can uh, take us to task mm. but i think there's also a degree of i mean you know me you mm. know i have a huge struggle with my weight uh and mm-hmm. i have been like i've been up and down up and down like basically my whole life and i've definitely internalized the don't be fat don't be fat. It's the worst thing you can be. Okay, can I ask you something? This is going to sound a little bit culturally oh ignorant. Okay. And this is it, it's it's something that proliferates in the media and you okay. hear. Okay. Okay. Is that black people have a different relationship to Okay. No, uh, no, so no. I, no I, you rolled it. your eyes. No, no, speak it. it. It's just something that I'm, no, you're I'm absolutely, curious no, about. No, no, speak it. You're right. You're, is that is that black people have a different relationship to fatness yes. than let's say white people, yeah. right? And you can arguably say that I grew up in white culture because I grew up in central PA. Yes, no, no, no. Right. Um, There's some truth to that. There's yeah. 100% some truth to that. Mm-hmm. Are because, especially because, listen, let's just be real, white standards of beauty have always, almost always, other than, you know, periods of the Rubenesque and the, you know, the, the curvy uh, 60s uh, uh, type. Yeah, I mean, beauty um, standards have always changed. They've always the times, changed, right? right? They've always changed. But um, I think because I think I'm just going to speak from the perspective of a black woman, black cis woman, um, femme presenting cis woman as well. Like, I think for for that, that is different from uh, white cis femme presenting women. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think I think it, there's a difference, definitely, with our relationship with fatness and our bodies and thickness. That is now those bl- lines are blurring, right? Mm-hmm. Thanks to the Kardashians, or <laughs> truly, <laughs> thanks, thanks Kardashians. Um, it's it's changing. It's not getting healthier necessarily no. at all, ever at all. Uh, but it's definitely changing. Um, but it's still still uh, women. I think. Even black women, yes, uh, we have certain body positivity icons, and we were—I think we were ahead of the game in that regard for like a very who? long time. Who were the icons? Monique, you know. Oh, you're right. Talk okay. about, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, you know, it's literally, like we. But there is, okay. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna try not to be offensive. Oh shit! I'm okay. gonna try not to be offensive, and you know I what? Hope you fail. I think no. <laughs> I think if you and you have every right to take me to task for this, mm-hmm. you have every right to take me to task for this. But there is a part of me that feels because the media representations of black women have usually been mammy coded, and often the you know what mammy is? I know mammy like the the nursemaid or whatever. Um, uh, Mammy, that, yeah. Yes, again, and yeah. that character, like especially gone media, with the wind. exactly, gone yeah. with the wind, uh, bombshell, literally like any, if you see a black woman with a speaking role yeah. in a film, usually she's either a mammy or she's playing a mammy without being a mammy. And usually that means that she, her body is outside of the standards of beauty that we all know exist and that everyone else in the show is adhering to Mm -hmm. strictly. Mm -hmm. And the black woman is always, it's often the larger one and she's very sexually explicit. Mm -hmm. And and you know what? I'm a relatively big sexually explicit black woman. Mm -hmm. And I think it was a lot for me to accept both of those things about myself uh, because that seemed to be the only media representation that was allowed, and it was often mocking. You know what I mean? But so you didn't watch like black movies or black TV shows where that was. Uh, again, I'm I watched all the black movies and black yeah, TV shows, and but, they were always making fun of 
of Fat Black Women. Really? Friday. The like Friday. Friday. Did they make fun of Fat Black Women. In yes. Friday? Oh, he's talking to that girl the whole time. She's like, I look like Janet Jackson, and it's uh, oh, Andel. a bitch more like Freddie Jackson. Yes, right. that's right. And it's Andell from from uh, from the Parkers. Right, right, right. Before that, and then uh, you know, even things like uh, fucking Mel Carter, Nutty Professor. Oh, Give me a break. <laughs> no, okay. The thing is, Mel Carter was kind of hot. I, I, I know her name. Yeah. Yeah, it's an old ass. I know her name. I, I bear, that was even a little bit before my time. Okay, I'm yeah. sorry. And I usually know those references. I watch Nick at Night religiously, yeah. so I'm kind of. Uh, I feel bad for that for my gap in. Okay, gap it's in okay. Yeah, <laughs> Nick yeah, yeah. at Night education. Yeah. Um. But, okay, sure. Uh. But then there was, you know, what I mean, like there were uh, even uh even and it wasn't just black media, but it was a lot in black media. But also, one of my favorite movies was Happy Gilmore. I mean, not Happy Girl Gilmore. Billy Madison. Billy Madison. I'm gonna take my shirt off for you. Exactly. Ooh, my snack pack. <laughs> I used to love that What's movie. It? That is hilarious. I, to, I but I have to say, well, when, the office on the table. Uh, baby. When I, uh, <laughs> th- but that's the problem. Like that's the joke. The joke is that a a, a large black woman could be. Uh, sexually explicit and, and you know what I mean it's both tropes it's the judge the bell trope and the mammy trope I saw it as a trope of yeah she was just a very horny woman you know, it's a common and it's also the only representation of any black women in that entire movie mm. and I watched that movie all the time and yeah, but does there need to be it. more representation of black women in Billy Madison yes, <laughs> yes! it's Billy Madison yeah, well see that's the thing though it's like that those things are everyone everyone uh consumes that it's mm-hmm. not just for her for white boys right it, it, but it is mainstream media well I guess you're right if white culture is the dominant predominant culture then like you know what I mean I mean of course that defeats the purpose which is why it's so hard to get decent black representation mm-hmm. in the media yeah, because yeah, yeah. the whole point of it is to be the dominant culture and right claim white dominance like I think I, I'm my I'm my father's child mm. <laughs> I'm my father's child I have a conspiratorial mind oh um, I, I do believe, because it's one of those things when when you first notice it like you don't notice it you go through your whole life not noticing it and then when you when someone explains it to you you start seeing it everywhere well, hold, on, hold, on, hold, on, hold on rewind for a second yeah so the what is the exact actual quote conspiracy theory the conspiracy theory is that together? there is no um not even just positive but just like human complex portrayals of black women genuinely unambiguously black women mm-hmm. as Beautiful. Well, hold on. Define that. What's a, unambiguously black? Like, so like she, not mixed race. Yeah, she or don't look. She does. She's not light skinned. She don't got the. You know, she don't got like the hair that lays. She's a black woman. Right. She's a black woman. There's nothing you can't deny that she is a black woman. Mm-hmm. She's not exotic. <laughs> right. right. Um. It's so it's so rare to get like a representation of that, and and even some of that is my own stuff because often I I think like why are there no. Uh, Unfortunately, and I'm not, I don't even fit into this, but thin, dark-skinned, black women who are seen as desirable and 
even promoted as desirable in me in the media, like on the TV, in the mm, movies. Right, you know what right, I mean? You right, don't right, see right. that. And when you do see black women, they are large, they are overtly, hilariously sexual. Mm. Like even uh, Parks and Recs, and I love Parks and Recs, and I love Donna. Oh right, yes, yeah, okay, yes. gotcha. Remember, and I love Donna, but yeah. like it, it it falls into that into that trope, and mm. it's 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 a continuous thing, and it happens so often that you kind of don't notice until you notice. And then you start, it's like memento. You just start, oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? You notice it everywhere. <laughs> You're like, holy shit, this whole time. I want to see like a, a, a new version of memento. Where it's, <laughs> where, black girl or where it's just somebody putting, piecing together all the large black women that yes. they've ever seen and that they're all the same person. They're all the same person. It's the same, um, like, and it's, and it's, it's, doesn't come from nowhere it comes from a very racist uh, mm. history having said that and i think part of that is why i am so also yes being cognizant of that is something but i think uh why did siri siri just started listening i know to the conversation. i hear that's happening that, sometimes see? and this is why you because know why because siri siri's, siri's a black woman she was like sue's talking about me siri is an obese black woman that's siri why she just turned on and the way I talk, I cut Siri out. She ain't black. I know. I know, she, I know. Is, she ain't black. Um, no, like, I, I, like once, and I think yes, that is true. That is undeniably true. But I think that also feeds into a white culture's view that black people, especially black women, don't have any problem being fat because. They see hilariously fat, over-sexualized black women all the time mm. on TV. But, and, and it means that black women with eating disorders of all shapes and sizes get extremely overlooked when it comes to seeking treatment. Um, so, like, this is, like, one of those examples of a small thing. So, you mean, like, if, like, a larger black woman went to the doctor and they're like, hey, I need help. They'd be like, what are you talking about? You're hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> You're perfect. <laughs> Dumb. Okay, <laughs> you're giving us so much joy right now. Okay, no, I won't give you any dick. They would but... literally, like, you don't know nothing about birth and no babies, right. but you for sure definitely don't have anything that. I mean, that's true of all like all medical conditions, specifically mm -hmm. for Black women. They do not like to treat Black women in the medical system. I have experienced that myself. Right. Yeah, I've heard. Um, no, I, I've heard all about that. Oh God, we should have a talk about that. Mm -hmm. But um, so I can't really speak so much to fat phobia other than the internalized fat phobia that I experience and the you know moments of fat phobia that I experience in the world. But even my worst like interactions with fat phobia mm -hmm. personally are not going to be uh, as bad as somebody who's larger than I am. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, who is yeah, like, yeah. you know, who, who's like... Yeah, well, I mean, you don't present as, as obese, though. Like, like not, not obese, you but I'm definitely overweight. And I'm definitely... I mean, I, I claim that I am fat. And I go through... That's how you you identify yeah, I, as you fat. You identify as fat. Uh, I, as a could a, could a skinny person identify as fat? Sorry, it's a d dumb question. This is such a dumb, so stupid. Do so you identify as, a, as an attack helicopter? <laughs> is that where we're going? With I this mean, podcast? sometimes I do. Whatever works. <laughs> I actually, I actually do identify as. <laughs> as an, <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> But no, like, I mean, like I, 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 and I've gone through changes in my body where like I was 
very thin. I was once a size four. And why do you seem so exactly. happy about that? Because internalized fat phobia. <laughs> what is fat phobia? It's, if, I, mean, I mean, fear. I, people always are like fear of fat people. And I think that's like an incomplete uh, definition. I think the real fat phobia is a fear of being fat. It's a fear of being fat. Look, there's no denying that there is contempt. It's not goes beyond Deep fear. Contempt, yeah. There's like extreme contempt for yeah. obese people. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> it's but here here's my contention with oh, it, God. right? No, I mean listen, it's it's like okay, d- does that suck for fat people? Yes, but is that something that can really even be? We live in a particular time where this there is a certain beauty standard and a certain standard of what it means to have a certain kind of body. Mm-hmm. And we know that that's something that is always constantly in flux and yes. changes over time yes. based on so many factors yes. all the way from, you know, economics to whatever, you know, yeah. probably even probably climate and, yes. and all that. Right. Yes. <laughs> so it's just like, that's where we're at. Fat is, people get literally like discriminated against though. Like anything that moves to the point of discrimination. Like, so describe what, so there's a, there's different kinds of discrimination. There's job discrimination. discrimination. Okay. There's like, Hey, we didn't hire her cause we don't want a fat woman in here. But then there's like, I don't want to date an obese woman. That's, I mean, look, I think like, is that discrimination? I, I mean, it is discrimination, but it's a type of discrimination that is so personal that like, what are you going to do? Right. Like that's not going to, but I would say if you are the kind of person who says, I don't want to date a fat person, I would at least interrogate why that is. You know what I mean? You know, look, it's a good question because I've definitely had great sex with a couple fat people. Ooh, I've had some of the juiciest pussy in my life. Okay. That pussy. So I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I will say that, but you know, you know what? There's an adage that, you know, a lot of men will say where mm-hmm. it's like, um, this is a trigger warning. This I is an offensive joke. Woman. No, but trigger, <laughs> trigger warning. This is an offensive oh, joke. God. Sam, tell me if you've heard this before. Right, that that straight dudes will say. Sam's like, I've heard it. He's like, Oh, I know. Oh, I Sam's oh, got no. five or six of them locked and loaded oh, right no. now. <laughs> not, not with your, uh, not with your holding your undine in the back. I know you're not saying nothing about that body fat. So, <laughs> so the joke is, um, why is a fat woman like a moped? Oh God, no. Because they're fun to ride, but you would never want to see oh, your friend. You would never want your friends to see oh. you on one. I've I'm not saying joke. it's a good joke. No, no, I've heard that joke. I've heard that joke. Yeah. But you know, there is some. There is. There is an implicit. There's a couple of things going on in that joke. Speak it. Yes. Right. Yes. Which is that people are acknowledging that actually there is something attractive. Yes. About fucking a fat woman. Yes. But that the the real issue is that how you are perceived when you are with a fat person. Exactly. And so, is what is issue. that other narrative that's there Boom. that doesn't allow you to be openly? Fucking a fat chick, there you and that go. it's it's like you don't want a fat chick on your arm when you're walking you around go. town. Well, and and I think this is I, I don't think this is only for cis het men. I think this is a, a big issue in the queer community, a huge issue in the queer community actually. Mm-hmm. Even though we are better about okay, it. Okay, but here's the other that. question. Um, okay, so I haven't even finished my sentence. Sorry. Wait, no, no, wait, 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 wait. No, wait, wait. You're right. No, let me, let me, let me see. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. All right. So like, I think a lot of Particularly cis hat men, and I know I I have I've studied them. Okay, I think of people, <laughs> I've, I've studied them like Jane Goodall. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and so you sit at the Buffalo I'm Wild looking, Wings, observing them. I'm at Dave and Buster's, Dave and Buster's, just with a notepad. <laughs> like, no, uh, a lot of cis hat men, I think, aren't really in 
touch with their own sexual preferences and their own sexuality yeah. because so much of it hinges on presentation on how they are the how they look to other cis het men and i think like it's like that's the same reason why a lot of people are like oh i fuck black girls but i would never date one mm. right it's the same thing <laughs> why did you give that person a black accent <laughs> okay because of my it's problematic is my problem i mean because i've heard that from black men oh shit i've heard i've heard i've heard it from white men a lot but it hurts more when, it, when you hear it from black men yeah, yeah, yeah. Black men. even if it's like i don't date you but like damn you know mm. um like i think that is because you want a trophy on your arm oh uh, you think you people view their uh, specifically cis men mm -hmm. view their partners not as partners but as accessories as something to make them look good mm. right they don't really see the women that they're with as really anything other than how what uh, as something that like makes them look better Okay. Worse. Well, you could say, you could say I, it's reductive to say that that's all uh, they would no, look no, no, at. No, 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 and I'll no. say I'm this from a, my perspective. A huge, massive generalization. Oh my god! I will god. say this because look, I am a straight cis. Uh, yeah. Had what, all the terms yeah. um, for what I am. I. I love I, that you didn't say man. You said everything but man. Uh, yeah, for what I am. Um, but uh, I, I. Uh, I've dated women mm -hmm. and I've been been attracted to the women mm -hmm. and I like the women for me. The women. And I also will like how they look on my arm. Yeah. It's mm. like, you're right. There is a status thing there, yeah. but status is not something that is only exists within the domain of men and masculinity. No, not right? at all. And not at all. But when we're talking about looks, mm -hmm. that is uh, when we're talking about looks being something, the look of your partner being the thing that determines your status, that feels not exclusively cis hat male, mm -hmm. but it's it's y'all shit. Sure, <laughs> but there's markers. There's all kinds of Everybody markers, social it. markers. Everybody does that, it. that maybe Guys their appearance, it. maybe their money, yes. maybe they're this, maybe yes, they're that. For sure. But we're talking about appearance right now. Sure. Let's talk about fair, body positivity. Fair. Fair. Yeah, yeah. Fair. Yeah. So let me ask you this though: Does the same courtesy get extended to fat men? What do you mean? Yes. Yes. You know? Yes, it should be. It should be extended past just uh, fatness and it should be extended to, I, and I'm guilty of this. I make small dick jokes all the time. Mm -hmm. Some of our commenters have heard me say small dick jokes and I'm trying to change They've heard it myself. because you've made because small I've dick made jokes to them. To them. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You come for me, you best not miss. <laughs> I'm going to talk about your mangled micro penis. <laughs> but I can also acknowledge that... Uh, making those jokes is extremely body negative. It's, mm -hmm. it's, and it's, and it's not fair. That's a part of yourself that you can't change. And I love small dicks. Okay. I interesting. Small dick. I love, I love, you know, I love, I love a, I love a, I love a, I love a dick. That's just like a, like a, like a large clit. I just, okay. I do. I really do. It's Sam, that's thing. not offensive. <laughs> Sam's not listening. Sam does not know there's a, out of any. Sam has never listened to this podcast. Sam sits here all the time. I mean, so <laughs> saying that you like a dick, that's like that's a, that was a, that was a joke that most men would find offensive. That's stupid. If you find it offensive, you know it is. Why? You, know, you can't do why? any intellectual uh, backbending. Why is that offensive? Like, why is why are, why is it preferring a small dick offensive? Well, the way you phrase it, like it's like a big clit. Well, I mean, a lot of. Uh, that's what dicks are, by the way. I, I'm not denying that's the physiological physiology of a. Uh, I love a dick that's like a giant clit. I do, and I also love a giant clit. That's really what I like. Okay, but, but like, okay. Uh, but fat men, fat men do not get they they're they're accorded. It's not something that's just in the domain of women. What? Are 
you right? What, dude? How many times have you seen a fine ass? Actually, you know what? Think a about lot that. You on know what? On TV. You, you know what? <laughs> let's take let's take Insecure, right? The show. Yeah. The show. Issa Rae, she's getting good dick from a very funny comic who I love, Reggie Conquest. Yes. That's, that's the boy right there. The security guard. Yeah. Reggie Conquest, great New York comedian. Everyone should check him out. Okay. He plays the fat dude who gives her good dick, but she doesn't take him out on the town. Because he's dumb. She's not trying to show him off. Because he's dumb. But in that same show, Molly dates a fat man played by, fuck, what's his name? Shit. What's his name? What's okay, his name? I didn't realize that. He's a really good, he's a really good comic, and he's a lawyer. Right. And they date openly. Right. And she thinks about moving to Chicago and changing her law firm to be with him. But I forgot what happened. And they fuck, and she brings him out. She likes him. Okay. You know what I mean? Generally speaking, this, I'm sorry. The discrimination really does go both it, ways. I am though. 100%. You are 100% right, but it doesn't go both ways as much because women are more prized for their appearance. Mm-hmm. And that is only, like, women's primary job a lot of the times is to be attractive based on certain How many times standards. have you seen a fine-looking woman? Many times. With a fat man? With a very fat man who doesn't have money. Well, how many times have you seen a fine-looking woman with any man who don't have money? I mean. Mm, All the fine-ass women I've been with. But I don't... don't. (laughs) That's cute. Um, I I just think it is certainly a problem. I think there's definitely fat phobia within all communities. (laughs) It was a cute joke. But But I think... There's no denying it's not to the degree that that fat women face. There, it's just there's just no like mm-hmm. like especially in media representation. It's right. The, the, well, we're also talking about America. Yeah, it's a very specific place. Probably Europe as well is also similar. But you know, you're right. There was a there was the Rubenesque period where yes. you know fat pussy was all the rage. Yes. You and know the Renaissance gals. Yes. Bring it. You know, that, you know? Venus coming they, out of the sea foam. You know that, that was, was a when, bunch of dudes come. That's you know, right. she wasn't even that big. But you she know, wasn't, you're right. <laughs> but but the actual Reuben girls, they were they were big. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also want to say, you know like, why they were called that? They ate a lot of Reuben sandwiches. No, People don't know this fact, but it's true. That's not, no, that's <laughs> not it. And then somebody's gonna. Quote she's that. a bit Reubenesque. She had one Reuben too many. Is the Reuben sandwich? Based off of the painter? I can't imagine. I would have to imagine it's uh, some crotchety old Jewish guy in a oh, deli yeah, <laughs> who yeah. invented it. Yes, fair enough. Fair uh, enough. You know. Um, but I would like to speak on body positivity. Robin. Past. Shut up. Past. <laughs> Robin, <laughs> give me, fix me another one of those sandwiches. <laughs> Sam, is this offensive? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he just pops his head up and says yes, whatever. Robin. <laughs> okay. Want another one of those sandwiches? I want to, especially because I feel like we don't really have the authority to speak so much on fat phobia, but I also think we need to extend body positivity past fatness and toward our bodies itself, right? Because I think I've had an experience with body positivity. I have my joke about body positivity, about my long titties. Long, long ass titties. <laughs> about my yeah, long yeah. ass titties. Um, I, and that is how I kind of got into body positivity is through seeing other women's tits. There was this uh, website that was just like the tits that aren't 
Are you talking about Pornhub? No, it was okay. just a website. <laughs> where Is this your first no. encounter with porn? No. I discovered this magical body positive website. I wish. Filled with titties. I wish. I wish. Although I have seen better representation of my of, of titties like mine in porn than I have ever ha- seen on like Showtime. Well, you know, right? that's you the know. thing. That is the egalitarian nature of porn is you go on any porn site and, look, well, hear me out. Egalitarian hear me out. is pushing well, it. Well, in the sense that you go there and you can find whatever you want. And they acknowledge for the purposes of of money, of capitalism, mm. that all kinds of tastes exist. Yes. And thus you can find them there. Yes. And it is to their profit and benefit. I will say, even, and I know we have the Crash Pad series, and I know we have like certain things. What is Crash Pad? Crash Pad is a queer porn series um, by... Wow, there's attributions in queer porn? Yes. It's art? Yes, yes. There's like a whole series. Um, But I know we have our queer porn, but sorry, some of y'all are weird. Sometimes I I have to skip past a lot of like titty punching and weirdness. But yes. Yes. But. Titty punch. That sounds like a kind of hatred towards the mother. It's weird. It's a a weird thing. I I will say they're better. Oh, they're punching their own titties. No, no, they're punching each other's titties. Oh, now you got me thinking this could I be will, like a new MMA franchise. I will send you a link. I will send you I'm, a link. Okay. It's a, see, the thing is, you can see, uh, like, I, I like masculine uh, people. I like people who are, who are masculine, et cetera. I like the studs. I like the butch. I like the non-binary people. I like people with different gender presentations. Yeah, and it's, it's hard. You like two polar opposites. You like the studs who have, like, the braids, maybe wear a tank top, got some neck tats, probably a razor blade under their tongue yes. or under their lip. Yes. And then the other one is, like, yes. Waldo. Yes. You know. 100%. 100%. Non-binary Waldo. Yes. Yep. Trans mask Waldo. Uh-huh. Where is where is Sharia's trans mask Waldo? I wear is Sharia's trans mask Waldo. <laughs> we um, need to make a book out of we that. Need to, we need to make it's got to be all show. the spaces that you're in. K-pop be- concerts. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> they're they're very rarely, but sometimes they are at the K-pop concerts. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they're hard to find. They're hard know? to find. Um. But like that, <laughs> that because um, I saw there was this website and it was like uh, women sending in or people sending in their, t- their their pictures of their titties that didn't look like titties that you see everywhere. And like, I used to think I was deformed. I used to because think of I just, your tits. Yes, because they didn't look like, you know, fucking, they never looked like Pam Anderson's. Right, you know right, I mean? right. They the flotation devices. Those are to- totally different speeches. Right, right. It's Pam's titties and my titties, right. you know what I mean? So do I, ha- like, am I fucked up? And seeing like, oh, actually, these are very standard titties. Like, there's lots right. of titties. Understanding are- what is a normal titty. Exactly. Well, look, the same thing happens with dicks. You know what 100%. I mean? hundred percent. And because you, if you do, as a dude, you watch porn, you're like, I need a fucking monster cock, apparently. But then you start looking at data and that's the only place you really find the representation for dudes, actually. Uh, there's a documentary series and art project called My Penis and Me. Check it out. It, it okay. actually delves into that. If there's a lot of penises in it, I probably won't watch it. But it's but good for you. You should watch it. Yeah. Uh, but you read data and you're like, oh, okay, I'm actually average. I'm yeah. normal or I'm above average yeah. or whatever it is. Men right? are always so concerned with size and not about, you know, just like general appearance of the penis. Mm. I never. My dick looks like Brad Pitt. <laughs> it's not gigantic, but it looks like it looks like Brad Pitt. Which has Brad the face Pitt? of Brad Pitt? <laughs> Twink Brad Pitt or bloated, gross Brad Pitt? Benjamin Buttons. Brad Benjamin Button. Brad Pitt. That's a good Brad Pitt. That's a quality Brad Pitt. <laughs> Talented Mr. Ripley. Brad Pitt. That's a good dick. Wait, was he in that movie? Talented Mr. Ripley. That's Matt Damon. That's Matt Damon. I'm Confusing sorry, white boys. I'm so sorry, white men. I have oh. white male friends. None in this room. Sorry, Sam. Okay. <laughs> 
Sam is your white friend. <laughs> Sam is my white friend. But Sam is, is uh, Semitic. You keep saying that, like, Jewish people can't be white, and it's very strange. I'm just saying, you know, there's some... Uh, Jew- Sam, do you want to weigh in on that? Can Jewish people be white? Would have saved my relatives a lot of uh, trouble back in uh, 1933 if we were white. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, he just pulled the ultimate card on you. I don't think so. That's the, that's the ultimate of so. all the Uno reverse cards, all the so. identity politic cards. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I, I know about that. I don't know about Shreve's that. like, it didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> It's all revealed. <laughs> I will say yes. Okay, no. Jewish people were not white in the 30s when it would have really been helpful. Yeah. But they are helpful. white now. And so well, you know. a, Irish people weren't white for a minute, but you're going to tell you to look Irish at Irish people? person in the face and say that's a person of color. I think of a certain kind of color, but yeah. Red and white. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, true. whiteness changes. People get in and out of the club. All of these things, all physicality and how we perceive it is always in flux. It's all fake. It's all all nonsense. It's all just made up. It's not made up. It's It's all made up. It's just contingent. It's all made up. It's all nonsense that we came up with because of reasons. It's it's contingent because it changes over time. We know that. I don't think black people in Africa were ever like, we're black. Mm-hmm. You, those people over they like they know they didn't have any conception of that and if right. somebody came in with a different skin tone they were just a person of a different skin tone a lot of uh, cultures were just all homogenous racially homogenous so yeah. we didn't conceive well, of race in those ways like when i think about indian um ways of perceiving indian bodies mm. over time it's pretty interesting like you see um like in old ancient statues and stuff that mm. come from south asia mm. the women are extremely curvy yes. always yes and the men are kind of caked up too. Yes. Right? Those are the really old, old depiction. But then you go through different periods, Mughal periods, this period, mm-hmm. that period. Now when you read like an Amar Chitrakata, that's the like Indian comic book, standard Indian comic book series, the right? standard Indian comic book In the book sense that like series. they do a lot of stuff about... It's a comic book series based on like classic Indian. Based on just Indian culture. So it'll have stories about everybody, the Mughals, the ancient Hindu stuff, blah, 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 right? There's a lot of depictions of Indianness. But then you'll see the way the deities are portrayed in that. It's like actually all the male heroes, they're not necessarily big barrel chested dudes. Mm. They're actually quite live, almost feminine, hairless, um, you know, really uh, just put together but sharp, you know? Uh, Somebody who drew that particular iteration loved twinks. Okay. That's like literally all it is. That's all it is. He wanted some high booty twinks to represent masculine beauty. That's why it goes through all the Twink culture is, is big in India. Yes. Indian mythology. I mean, you, you and I both love the same Indian twink. He's not a twink, dude. He's not. He's a big grown man. The act out you were doing of my best That's friend the other twink. day of him prancing around and a tight little body. He's a big boy now. It's it's so he's, funny. He's a tiny booty twink and he's, he knows it. <laughs> we can't it. get back into this okay, right now. Right, okay, you have such an S Ayers uh, eye. Okay. No. I just know it's he's a high booty, booty twink, twink and I he loves like, it. He's gonna love he it. He loves it and he lives for it. Oh he God. be walking around like yeah, this is my impossibly co- hot co-host of my other podcast. Um, wow! Uh, excuse me, I'm I'm possibly hot. Huh? <laughs> I'm, I'm plausibly hot. Well, I'm say so he's, he's he looks like a Gucci model or something. Does, you does, know, that's does. his vibe. Yes. Um, she serves face. 
She she serves face. Face card never declines. Okay. <laughs> 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 uh, so body positivity is accepting all this. What do you do? You think there's a point where you should not accept your body? Um, no, no. I believe. I believe, but don't always practice. I believe in, but don't always practice radical acceptance. I, I, I think we should radically accept our bodies, even oh. when they are at their unhealthiest or whatever, right. even when they are sick bodies, even when our bodies are dying, even when our bodies need attention mm-hmm. in order to give it the attention that, that it deserves and the love that it deserves. We have to accept our bodies. And I think it should extend even like I dealt with the body positivity issues with my tits and I am dealing with it now currently. Um, even though it's still like, you know, when I was going through my health issues with my, my, my fibroids and all mm-hmm. these surgeries and all these hormones and stuff, mm-hmm. my body changed. My pussy stopped being fat. You know what I mean? My pussy got thin. She getting fatter a little That's bit. That's not good, right? I liked right. having a fat pussy, but it's good either way. Right. She said, same brand, brand new look, same great taste. Yeah. So I say, I say she's fine how she <laughs> is, but it took me a minute. To recognize that that is everybody's body is going to change in some way. Definitely, it's never going to be. And so, having these perceptions of our bodies is having value only based on certain standards of okay, beauty. Well, you brought up not, a, you brought up a concept, radical acceptance. Yeah, or that is to me. Where is the room for? Uh, don't isn't growth something to value though? You can't have growth without acceptance, because if you deny, if you deny and hate something about your body. Mm-hmm. It's not a great way to to to. It's not it's not going to help you heal it, right? If your body needs healing, mm-hmm. you have to accept it for okay, what it is. Okay, but if I'm like, hey, listen, um, me having bitched it isn't going to be. You know what? I you can't accept them. You have to know. You have to start uh, doing butterfly curl, uh, you know, presses and stuff like that. But okay, so maybe that works for you. And I think I I I, I have a degree of that where like if I hate myself enough, it will motivate me to mm-hmm. do something. But also, if I hate myself, I I I often I get discouraged. I get mm-hmm. discouraged because they're like, what if you what if you do everything and it still doesn't go away? Right. A lot of men have that. A lot of men have. I mean, that's an extreme situation, but a lot of men have gynecomastia. Um, but some men just have titties. You know what right. I mean? Some men just have, you know, some nice titties. Right. Something to grab. Yeah. And, may- and maybe you could do as many curls as you want, and that shit ain't going to change. Yeah. Does that mean you have to hack your body up? Does it mean you're, you're not okay as a person? It means you don't have uh, value anymore, that you're not sexy, that you're not lovable, that your body isn't desirable? So these things, to me, these concepts live in an abstract space as opposed to a space that's dealing with reality and the world that we live in and a sexual marketplace that men are involved with, right? Marketplace. I know. Listen, I'm not saying... Listen, listen, say what you want about it, right? I am just talking and I'm speaking as a as a dude. Capitalist. A- absolutely. As a capitalist. Right? Sure, sure. Yes. But I mean, but you're as much a, you have you have uh, standards for certain I do. uh beauty as well. But that I'm talking about and, and you also are like, well, for my own personal like who I'm attracted to personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it, it yes, I, I certainly do have like a type. I have yeah. things that I'm attracted to. So that's a genre to. of a thing. And that's, but that's thing not that people... it doesn't mean that I that people it doesn't mean like if I see a femme in the street I'm like, "Boo, nasty." Ew! Shave that fucking that would be head. Hilarious. <laughs> that would That's be gross. So goddamn funny if you did. <laughs> like I, 
like I'm not. You know what I mean? That's that's just I because think, I prefer look, something. So there, there is there. Look, putting aside actually even the whole sexual marketplace thing, right? Please God, let's all put it aside. Let's put it aside. Like there is something. Stop buying there, pussy. There are relationships. I'm, I'm, you get sex work now. Anyway, um, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you're not really buying it. You're leasing it, but still. Yeah. Uh, in a just society, yeah, at least. Stop renting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, I'm sorry. No, 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 that's not what I meant by that. I just meant stop viewing our I bodies mean, this as capitalism. Now, you know, late stage capitalism we're in. That's who can afford we're... pussy exactly. these days? Exactly, I mean, I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying, who can afford strap these days? Strap is actually legitimately expensive. Okay. You lesbians really want to have sex outside of the, the confines of capitalism? What are we going to do with the straps? Right, it's a, a, it's an economic The needs of marketplace, thing. yeah. Uh, but there are health issues too, right? If you're, uh, you go to the doctor and the doctor, I've heard people be like, oh, the, I've heard that here's one thing. Here's my only familiarity with the whole body, body positive thing is I'll see like fat influencers uh, who will make meme, memes or whatever about going to the doctor and the doctor's like, lose weight. And they'll be like, meh, why is everything about, but you can't deny that okay. obesity has certain correlations with morbidity. For sure, for sure. So there are there can be health issues with obesity that are inherent with obesity, but it is a huge problem for fat women with other health issues. Mm -hmm. To they go to the doctor and they say, "Hey, I've been having migraines," and they're like, "You need to lose weight." And then we find out that she had a brain tumor, mm -hmm. right? Or or there was just recently I saw a, a woman, tumors are uh, related yes. to more obesity though. Okay, but. That's not only related to obesity. Not everybody who gets a tumor is fat. Mm, um, but, but there are. There was a woman who had a massive, had massive ovarian cysts, and she was complaining about the pain that she was getting and the mm. discomfort. And for ten years, she went to the doctor, and they only told her to lose weight. That's a horrible thing. And it turned out she had a massive tumor that she once she had removed. Yeah, it took took a few pounds off. Mm. <laughs> and like that is a legitimate problem. That is that is medical. Okay, but is that is that the exception? or is that the rule? That seems, if you speak to fat people who go to the doctor, that seems to be the rule. Well, and I know it's the rule that oftentimes when fat people will go to the doctor, the doctor will be like, you need to lose some They'll weight. They'll be like, my fucking leg is bleeding. And they'll be like, ah, lose that weight. I just got shot. I just got shot, please. You should <laughs> well, lose some weight. Well, the cheeseburgers. Do some fucking, uh, do some Junk and Jacks. Maybe that uh, hole will uh, <laughs> close up a little bit. <laughs> like, it really is Cardio. Like it really is. I totally like I hear so many stories of that and that is an impediment to like a safe and healthy body that's the opposite of what you want and and sure you can be like let's suggest I always get uh, a suggestion to exercise and work out more because everyone should do that mm -hmm. right we, I, I think we brought her up on every single episode, but Kat, uh, you've seen how Kat eats. Kat eats, she's disgusting. I don't know how <laughs> she, Kat eats. Oh, yeah, yeah, she eats, she's disgusting. Kat is like a mythological, she might actually be my imaginary friend. I was going to say, yes. I think she might be my imaginary friend. <laughs> she's, For all she, we know. She, she eats. It's like your alter ego. She is, uh, she's like uh, my uh, small lesbian. Uh, she's not even a lesbian. She, she's, she's getting some dick lately. Good yeah. for her. Uh, mazel tov. Um, and so, so she, she eats garbage. Like I have to force feed her Brussels sprouts on a regular basis. Ooh. And like she's better now because she was having like problems with her health. Like she yeah. was having like iron deficiency issues and things like that because she like only ate like cheeseburgers. She only ate cheese and beef for like forever. Yeah. And no one has ever said anything about her disgusting diet except for me because I'm worried for her. And, and, and that's okay. So this is something I want to talk about. A disgusting 
disgusting diet. That's another thing that I've seen. I've seen influencers who are like, don't let people tell you you can't eat Twinkies. You know, and did you, you see can stuff? can eat Twinkies. And, and then you know what happened? They came out recently. Some guy who you used to work as a lobbyist for the food and dev industry yep. came out and was just, you, you saw this? No, no. And he was like, you know, we've gotten paid uh, and we paid people to go out and basically talk about how, you know, it's racist for people to say not to eat certain foods like sugary cereals, et cetera, That's et cetera. Where those so does. come from, yes. Right? And like I went and saw some of these TikTokers and they're getting people who are going to be immediately. Um, very much, you know, they seem of a piece and are going to be seem immediately familiar to quote woke people, yeah. right? Yeah. You know what I mean? They're they're um, black women, right? And they're whatever all the other all the yeah. markers. But you at know the end of I the mean? day, they're capitalists, and so they try to. Get at a the bag. end of the day, they're capitalist neoliberal exploiters. That's fucking right. Right. Yes. So there has to be some space in the argument. Uh, to my to me to my mind, there has to be space in the discussion about that. And also about the fact that total acceptance is never always – there has to be some curbs on that. Okay, so uh, you uh, you got me for the first half. You okay. had me in the first half. Okay. I agree that we need to stop – like the way we talk about food, and I think sometimes body positivity is uh, co-opted by – capitalism mm -hmm. always to sell swimsuits and to fucking <laughs> and to and to sell fucking twinkies and yes. shit for sure having said that there's no use in having shame in the way that you eat i i'm i'm a big shame eater mm. i love to shame to eat and then shame myself for what i've eaten oh, okay. um because then i get the it's like coming it's like ah, nah, 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 yeah. ah, oh i'm a bad girl <laughs> oh she's a bad girl like that's, that's my favorite thing to do it's an unhealthy relationship oh with God. food that's hilarious uh, because and that is ne not necessarily a body positivity thing that's co-opted by body positivity but yeah. it's a capitalism thing and i'm going to say it ten thousand times we have lost the connection with our food because of capitalism mm -hmm. and if we ate in tune with how we were supposed to eat there would still be fat people but i don't think we would see the health issues that we see across body uh across bodies across they'd be mighty warriors honestly or they holders just, of land yeah they'd fucking sleep and they'd like fuck and then they and they go back to sleep they they you know eat some berries off a fucking there are bush. definitely people who are just like genetically yes, fat yes, for sure yes there's definitely people though who are victims of we are all victims of capitalism, sure, sure. but uh, I, I think that whole that influencers using their fucking platform to shill for the FDA. And I mean, those people should be prosecuted. I, on the one hand, I agree, but I can't, I can't fault a fat black woman for uh, getting a bag. You know what I'm saying? Listen, Listen that's, that's, yeah, but here's why you can though, because a lot of the people that are being in in inveigled into that lifestyle then of eating yeah, horrid are going to be black people. Right, and then you got to talk yep, about yep, stuff like yep. food deserts. Ooh, you were just about to right, say and it. all that stuff. That stuff affects black people more oh, than it does white people. That's where the food deserts exist. But it also man, exists in Appalachia. As well. Hundo, 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 you know? hundo, hundo. It, 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 it seriously affects uh, okay. working class white people. Definitely, yeah. definitely. And again, though, right? So we're getting to a class issue, hundred percent. And this is why back. these people should be prosecuted. <laughs> Right, because it's like listen. Prosecute the corporations that are giving them the money. It's, it's they're all of a piece. Though. Listen, you, you know really, I mean? if Twinkies hit us up and was like, enjoy a Twinkie, I would be sending mm, Twinkies, okay? <laughs> because <laughs> do you think Twinkies uh, were based on 
Twinks. I because they're filled with cream too. I a hundred percent believe that. Or is that how Twinks got their name? Because people are like he's like I a think, Twinkie. I, I, when I was done with him, he was like a Twinkie. That's what I think it uh, colloquially used, but I honestly think the inventor of the Twinkie just blew a load into a tight little white <laughs> butthole and was like, you know what? This is a great idea for a dessert. Like. <laughs> I fully believe that. I fully believe that. But they erase our history. They erase queer <laughs> history. <laughs> it's so gnarly. Yes. I mean, I'm just saying, we all have to exist under capitalism. I will shill whatever, not whatever, you know, within reason. But, like, I don't think it's necessarily bad to eat a fucking Twinkie. I don't think it's necessarily bad to eat a bag of cheese rolls. But I think your primary diet should be vegetables. Yeah. It should be leafy green vegetables. Well, the problem for me isn't somebody who shills a Twinkie. The problem for me is a person who uses deception and subterfuge and preys on the identity politics of our day to be like, it's actually racist, and these people are racist yes. for saying that you shouldn't eat Twinkies. Yeah, they suck. That is like, that's really so toxic. Yeah, they suck, but you know what? You know who else sucks? Fucking uh, uh, Candace Owens. She also sucks. Okay, She's look, trying man. to get a bag. That's Everybody's trying to get a bag. Different you know bags. I mean? Different bags, different ah, names. It's the same okay. fucking bag. It's coming from the, probably the same old white man. <laughs> the same Coke brother is probably signing those checks. <laughs> like, but, it's fine, but we're talking about one specific thing in one specific category that's related to one specific topic that capitalism. we're focused on, right? It now. all comes back to capitalism. We are going to have an episode about capitalism. About me blaming. I think we could just put capital reduction, put a bunch of uh, topics in a jar and pull it out and see if I can blame it on capitalism. Oh, I love that I game. Oh, I smell a new segment. <laughs> oh, I, sp I smell a new segment. <laughs> I love that. I absolutely, and I'm sure I could. Oh, I am my where Sharia daughter. tries to blame it on capitalism. Yes, yes I could do it. Oh, I can do it. I'm my father's daughter. I know how to do it. I could do it. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> brilliant. Brilliante. Where are we at on time, Sam? Uh, Jesus What's the Christ. fuck? We just been talking. You let us talk like this? Do you it, do we have time for a problematic phase? Yes, we do. Let's let's quickly do a, a problematic phase. But let's before let's closing closing closing. Mm -hmm. Let's close this up by saying a this was an extremely incomplete conversation without people of of you know a body type that actually has to whatever. But well, we all exist in bodies, and that is a, that is a level playing field. Sure, 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 sure. We're all one standards race. are always in flux. <laughs> we are all one race. Standards we all bleed are contingent. Blue. Oh, we, are bleed, we all bleed blue. <laughs> what the fuck? Is that? <laughs> we all bleed red. Blah blah blah. But we should talk to somebody who is uh, specifically impacted by this issue. This was an oversight on our part. That we are all us. impacted by the issue. But we are, and I am. I feel I am particularly impacted by this issue as well. I'm going through my own po body positivity journey always, at all times, constantly. Mm -hmm. um, and I think ultimately we need to extend that to all kinds of things. Extend it to small penises. Uh, shouts to everybody in the comments section who mm -hmm. hates me. Um, <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. But for real, and even like trans bodies, like trans men's bodies, sometimes trans men feel like inadequate because their penises are small and then that's that feeds into that that system i am guilty of feeding into the system do that they I, I don't know enough about it so i'm not even gonna ask so never mind what is he um uh <laughs> i love a trans dick i love a trans man's dick hit me up please hit me up in the comments hit me up in my dms more um, in the dms but yeah sure in the comments <laughs> whatever too. if you got a cute if you find hit me up um but like that that narrative feeds into to self-hatred uh, a lot for trans people so that we should stop i will make an effort to stop doing that i will make fun of you for your ashy lips and your bad breath i Why, will <laughs> though? because what's wrong with ashy lips 
you dry. Drink some fucking water. I got Ashley lives right now. <laughs> there's something wrong with it. Let me go Where's get some fucking cup? water. Where's your sippy cup? It's right here, but then there's nothing in it. I didn't oh. fill it up before. So that's why I got Ashley lives. The rest of you just need to drink water. All right, um, it's time for problematic. Problematic. Phase. Phase. What do you got for us? Um, I'm gonna do. Uh, okay, I'm gonna do a bit. A very. Okay, this is very problematic. This is an extremely problematic fave. Um, I'm gonna do a classic Bernie Mac bit. Oh. Bless, yes. Classic Bernie Mac, Mac bit from uh, Kings of Comedy. Yeah. We going to see the Kings. Yeah, Bernie Mac, he's the Adrian Marie Brown of straight men. <laughs> Wait, who's Adrian Marie Brown? I'm surprised. She's like a woke icon. She has a good Instagram account. She posts like lots of nice memes. I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not on the internet for memes. Yeah. She wrote a book called We Will Not Cancel Us. It's really more of like a broadside, but yeah. Okay. that's. I like that. We should have her on the pod. We, you, we can't get in touch with her. Uh, we could. <laughs> where's Where's the... There it is. Okay, here we go. All right. Um, I don't know if we'll be able to put it in here. Okay, hold on. Let's open it. Okay, pause. Uh, here it comes. Okay, so this is a... Okay, trigger warning. Where is this bit from? Uh, Kings of Comedy. Bernie okay. Mac said in the Kings of Comedy. Uh, oh, it's, okay, yeah. It's uh, one of the... There we go. Um, so this is a joke where he's talking about his nephew okay. who has, as he puts it, a stutter, a really bad stutter. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, it's very problematic, but also I have watched Kings of Comedy a hundred thousand times and this joke has always okay. made me laugh. Put it up against the mic. Okay. And then you, will you be able to put it in the... Yeah, he'll, put, okay. he'll PIP it. Sam will PIP it. A lot of things come along with it. That's why I try to tell my aunt. So I got an auntie, everybody got somebody in the family. Sorry, that's too far. That's what I don't like about it. Okay, here we go. Sorry, sorry, here we go. We want no... Sorry. She treat her kid like they special. Okay. She got go. my little nephew. She had the school bus picking this motherfucker up. And the school directly across the street. <laughs> <laughs> he's small, but he stuttered real bad. He kind of slow. Oh, my God. He started real. We want no. He want them type of motherfucker. Oh know? my god. You know he. I told him go let that motherfucker get looked at. She won't ever do it. She don't think nothing wrong with him. He on the, he on the corner waiting on the school bus. The school bus pull up, open the door. He walks up, asks a question. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Next day, same corner. Brother on the corner, bus driver pulled up, opened the door. He did it again. Smoke in the city. <laughs> 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 
Perfectly crafted it is a bit. Beautifully crafted. What is problematic about everything that? Everything about that bit is problematic. It is a beautifully crafted bit. It's a great joke with a great, great, ah, great. Stop. No. So no. Good. No. 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 That is the problem with the bit. Even though that is such a funny and it's a fire bit and it's a classic, I think we can all acknowledge that mocking people with uh, speech differences, like in that in that way, is wrong. Doing it for laughter is wrong wrong however it is a great bit it is a fucking well why does it make you laugh it obviously you were laughing at the impersonation i couldn't even look at the impersonation because it makes no but no no good no because the thing is the very thing that makes it makes me laugh about it i think we can acknowledge that certain things can be wrong and funny at the same time he was kind of acknowledging it within the bit if you think about it he acknowledges it within the bit but it's so subtle that i think a lot of people can miss it because the whole point is that this kid was mocking me for my yes for my but we're all sitting there mocking this kid that we don't know <laughs> this yeah. this person that, that, that we don't know that uh birdie is is like doing a mock mockery uh-huh. of yeah um and we could that also that bit could also be used could have probably been used to mock some kids with actual stutters and other and, and well that was like an that. actual stutter no but i mean right? like that 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 bit could be like they're probably making that face they probably who if you went to high school in when when did kings of comedy come out like 97 98 96 96 kings of comedy 90, came out? no no maybe 90 nah, it had to 90, be like 98 I, well, I remember my mom had yeah, it, it was on, like 90, 99 yeah she had it on bootleg dvd yeah. so i know I, it was like it had to be like 99 yeah, yeah, yeah. um oh. I, i'm sure if you went to school around that time and you had a stutter somebody did that bit yeah. to you Especially if you grew up in a black neighborhood. Yeah. So th- this is why we talk about things that can actually be great bits, finely crafted, hilarious, but also might have the ability to cause harm, to make people feel excluded, to make people feel hurt. But it is it is a classic fucking bit. It's That's a great bit. bit. That's probably one of the less problematic of Bernie Mac's bits. <laughs> it's, it's, Oh yeah, yeah, okay, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. It's a milk and cookies. It's a milk and cookies. <laughs> it's a milk and cookies. Oh, it's a milk and him downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> well, bust a move, bust a fucking move. Oh, I love Bernie Mac. I love Bernie he's Mac. Incredible. Rest in peace and power to Bernie Mac. Uh, um, but also, uh, I hope he's not doing that joke. It Bernie happened. Mac would be like a Trump supporter right now if he <laughs> no, was alive. No, he fucking wouldn't. We both know he would be. No, he wouldn't. We both know he would be. No, he fucking wouldn't. No, no, just no, no. Uh, he might have done a little Dave Chappelle turn, uh, but I don't think so. I don't think so. Would it, would it be a turn? 
Would it be a turn? It seemed like a straight line from where he was there all the way through. It was a different time. He was a 43-year-old black man in 1999. Uh-huh. I'm sure he's A glorious time. Yeah, no. <laughs> a glorious time. Pre-9-11. Someone say, yeah, someone say America peaked right at that moment of that joke. Yeah, yeah. well, that's why 9-11 happened. I oh, would no. say Bernie, Bernie Mac did 9-11. That's what the terrorists were mad about. Bin Laden had a stutter. (laughs) He was like, "We're going to get this Bernie, Bernie." We're ending the podcast here. That's enough. enough. Guys, you put the semi in. That's a bad idea because I got a semi right now. That's what I get when I make fun of stutterers. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. We're all human beings. We all have dignity. We're all worth respect and love and care. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us today. (laughs) Accept your bodies to an extent. No, accept your bodies radically. Come on. Accept all of it. Uh, We love you. Please, uh, please. Like, subscribe, rate us, review us on Apple uh, or Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Podcasts. Get on our Patreon. It should be up by now. Oh, yeah. Hit us up on Patreon so that uh, I can get Get early access to episodes and shit like that. Yeah, we got early access to episodes. Get um, videos of Pranav reacting to gay porn. We're definitely going to do that. That's like a top tier shit. We're going to have to have at least 10K 10K per month. Join the the semi-woke mob. Uh, Join the semi-woke mob ASAP. We Um, love y'all. We love you. Stay semi-woke. Bye.